congrats on captain again. What does it mean not only to get elected captain again, but with Bobby Wagner back here to still have your teammates? Um, it's dope. It's always an honor. It's always a privilege um, for, you know, the guys sitting in this room to be able, you know, to vote me team captain again. So um, it's cool to even do it, you know, with some of the greatest people I've been around, you know, since I've been in the game. Um, I mean, from Belor to J. Mai to, you know, Bobby Locke and Gino. Um, We've been here a while, you know, us, we've been here a while. We've been the core of this team for a little bit now. So um, it's always great to have that respect around the room. And like you say, with Bobby, it's dope, you know what I mean? Because for so many years, that C, when you saw the C in Seattle, you knew it was him. And, you know, for me to be able to share that at this point in my career, his point in his career, uh, the relationship we have, you know, it's dope. So um, if he would have been captain, by itself on defense, I would have been fine with it because, you know, he is the culture, he is Seattle. So um, for me, you know, it's just, it's an honor, it's a privilege um, to have it that way. You didn't know you were going to the playoffs at that time, but when you made that pick against the Rams late in the game last year, I mean, what do you remember from that moment and how special that was considering the guy looked wide open at the time? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it's just those, the type of moments that I love to have, you know what I mean? That's one of those ones. In baseball, it's almost a walk. It's a walk off thing there, and you know, basketball is like you know, Kobe, LeBron, and Mike. You know, they hit a game winner. So, um, anytime you can do something like that, and it's bigger than me at the end of the day. You know, I mean, I I all gave our offense a chance to go down and score, and you gotta you know commend Locke and um, Gino and DK and the offensive line. Those guys went down there and scored, and we won the game. So, it wasn't all about me, but just to be able to make that type of play in that moment um, was definitely special. And um, you know, you always remember those plays, but, you know, I mean, I'm sure they have some cooking up for me this week, um, knowing that I've got them a few times. What do you go back to this week? Because you didn't face Matthew Stafford last year when he was hurt. Cooper's not going to be in the game. Mm -hmm. What film or, or what do you go back to for that? Uh, well, I mean, you just, you watch film, you watch the Rams, you know what I mean? They played some games last year, so you can take out some things from that. But, I mean, me and Staff go back to 2015, so... Um, I'm sure he knows my tendencies and I know a little bit of his tendencies. So um, it's just, you know, it's a chess game between us two. And um, for me, just being able to, to, to find formation that I'm familiar with and, you know, just go make the plays that I'm able to make. And um, I think it'll be fun. You know, it'll be good to go up against my guy again. I missed him last year, so um, it'll, it'll be interesting. So I'm excited to see. So you've got a chess game going and Bobby has a chess game going. Yeah. Chess games going on That's what we do. Field. That's what we do. I mean, I think the older you get, the you the, the more you realize, you know, you your brain is really the most powerful thing out there. And you know, I mean, if you know what's going on, you know, I mean, you can go make plays and and do different things when you see different formations. So um, they know Bobby because obviously he was there, and I mean, they know me. I've been playing against these guys for five years now, so um, we all pretty familiar with each other. Did you hear from you after you pick him off sometimes? <laughs> I mean, me and Staff, I think we've – I know the last time we played him in L.A., me and him got into it a little bit, um, a little trash talk, but that was normal for us. You know, I mean, that's one of those things where it's just kind of how me and him bonded in Detroit, you know, kind of talk trash to each other, Texas guys, and um, just enjoy it. But, um, I mean, me and Nine, we'll, we'll have our trash talk. We'll talk, and I definitely still got to send him those two balls from 2021. Um, to get those signed for sure.
Has, a, has Kobe come to you for any advice, kind of making that corner nickel safety transition that he's made now? No, no doubt. He sits beside me in meetings now, and you know, we just I just try to talk him through the in and outs of you know what's going on, and um, you know, it just you know just try to ease his mind with that transition because same thing Glover Quinn did for me. That's what I'm trying to do for him, and you know, at the end of the day. The NFL is what the NFL is. You always see guys that re remind you of yourself. And I always told you guys, Kobe reminded me of myself from the jump. So um, I'm excited to see him. You know, I mean, I'm excited to see him go. He's just so multiple. And I told him, you know, yeah, you might be playing six, seven positions, but I did the same thing early in my career. And you find a place and you make a you, you make a home at it and you, you make yourself the best in the world at it. So just enjoy the process. Learn as much as you can playing these different positions. And, you know, when your time comes to settle in that one position, be great at that. What was the tougher transition for you since you've experienced that going from outside corner to slot or moving to safety? What was the tougher move for you? I think for me, probably going from outside to slot because it's totally different from, from you know, when you're out on that island, it's cool, you know what I mean? You don't have a receiver. He ain't really got a three-way go, you know what I mean? But when you go inside, you got a three-way go. You got to run fits, you know what I mean? You got to know what the D lineman's stunning. You got to do all that different stuff. So luckily for me, I made that transition in college. So um, it was a little bit easier for me, but it was, you know, it's difficult going inside, outside. And some of those guys that can follow guys inside, outside, those are the special ones. So um, that probably was the hardest transition. Devin's been asked to do that here during camp. And so what have you seen from him when he's been able to be out there making that move into the nickel spot and how he's handled it? I mean, he's natural. Um, you can see the natural footwork, the hit, the, the instincts. Uh, you can just see that that he has, it, you know what I mean? So now it's just all about him getting healthy and being ready to go. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him get out there. You can just tell he has that, that swagger, that, you know, that, um, that tenacity to be able to go do those type of things. So... Um, you can put him outside, inside, you know, he wasn't, he's not just a nickel, you know what I mean? We drafted him the fifth pick to be able to do everything. And I think when he gets healthy, get ready to go, he'll be, he'll be out there. How much more important is that position now in today's NFL? It used to kind of be a, you know, a niche position, mm -hmm. so to speak. How much more important is that even now compared to when you came into the league with the way things have changed? I mean, it's just so spread, spread offenses and guys are running RPOs and, you know, the whole college transition is transitioning to the NFL. Not as much, but it is, you know what I mean? So, you know, the quarterback's throwing the ball all around the field and moving your best guys inside. You know, your best guys can play inside, outside. And um, it's good to have people that can play inside and outside. So um, it's, it's about the same. When I came to league 2015, we played predominantly nickel. And I was on the field at least 70% of the time. So it's about the same thing. Rapport kind of come along with, with working with Julian Love as the other, other safety through camp? I mean, it's been good. You know, I mean, it's been really good. Jay Love is a smart, smart individual. And um, the things that, you know, that he doesn't get right there, you know, I can go explain it to him. He understands it. So um, it's been good. It's been good to, to have him in the building. It's been good to have, you know, somebody that's, uh, you know, me and Maul, we can be real high strong sometimes and kind of have Jay Love there. Well, he really don't say too much, but make smart comments. Um, so it's been really good for to 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 even me and Maul out a little bit, and um, he's really really smart. So you know you don't have to tell him what to do every time and things like that. So 
Um, it's been really good. I enjoy it, and you know I'm excited to see it and be out there beside him on Sunday. As someone who yourself made a quick comeback from an injury, how impressive is what Jordan Brooks has done? I know it's a different injury, but just to get hurt at the end of the season and be back yeah. out here. I mean, the guy's different. I remember texting him in like June or May, and I was like, I seen him running, and I'm just like, Shit, I wouldn't even want to race you right now. You know what I mean? And it was only five months, six months after surgery, so. Um, for him, he's one of those guys that he loves the game. He's dedicated to it. Um, the you know coming off of ACL and you know being able to come back and be ready for game one. You know that's that's definitely that's amazing. And I'm excited to see him back out there. You can just tell how he looks at the game different and you know how he feels and you know what I mean he was working his way in, but now he's out there thudding guys up and throwing guys on the ground. You can just tell he's ready to go out there and just go hit somebody. So I'm excited to see him out there. How does the, the open line of communication that Carl Scott allows help the players, particularly veterans like yourself? Um, it's good. I mean, it didn't matter who my coach was. I was going to say what I wanted to say anyway. So, um, you know, but with K. Scott, I think we just have, you know, that natural chemistry of, you know, he understands me and I understand him. And, you know, sometimes we might see things different. And at the end of the day, that's fine. You know, I mean, he doesn't take, you know, he doesn't take a slight that I'm undermining his coach and his you know, I played a lot of football, too, and I understand things and I see things differently. And, you know, sometimes I go back and I might watch a game for four years ago when he wasn't here. You know what I mean? So um, for me, it's just it's just different things. You know what I mean? And he sees stuff that I don't see. So um, it's been cool. Um, I think everybody in the room's in the room kind of understands me as a person and who I am and as a football player that, you know, I'm pretty smart and, you know, um, if I say something, I'm sure it has some merit to it. I just don't just throw stuff on the wall and hope it stick. Um, I've really thought about it. I put it in my notes, and then I've rewatched the film, and then I'll bring it to K. Scott. But um, I mean, we're good. You know, what I mean, he's he's one of the guys that I think he knows he knows how to motivate me a little bit, and you know, kind of piss me off and um, get me going still. What do you hope to get out of this season? Man, I just want to win. You know what I mean? I want to win um, and just be great. You know what I mean? I think that's the main thing is winning, being great, um, enjoying these moments, you know, with all my teammates because, you know, you know, you never know how long guys are going to be together or how long guys are going to um, play in the league. So uh, for me, it's just to win, have fun, and, you know what I mean, continue proving myself right. You know what I mean? Um, I think we win and we win big. I think everything else comes along with that. In the moments, like after you guys run out in the tunnel, the mo that moments between that and the kickoff, like when guys are usually praying or something like that, what's that moment like for you before a game? Um, I'm usually, I go to the bench, I pray, and mm, I just kind of think, you know, I think and um, just think, you know, how grateful I am, you know, when the National Anthem's playing, you know, I'm thinking of how grateful, how I get this opportunity and um, how, you know, people around the world are getting to watch a little kid from Angleton, Texas, go out there and play football at the highest level. And um, when my family's there, you know, I just want to put on a show for them and enjoy those moments. And um, at the end of the day, you know, I'm out there praying for praying for our health and our safety to play the game. But, you know, I'm praying for my family, my friends. I'm praying for, you know, people around the world that's going through different things. So it's not all about me in those moments. But at the end of the day, you know, I have a job to do. And, you know, I go out there and just try to do my job to the best of my abilities. Thanks, Marjorie. Yeah.